O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of his kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Israel is at the center stage of world events. Israel is the apple of God's eye. It is from Jerusalem, the eternal capital of Israel, that Yeshua will one day rule and reign for 1,000 years. If you want to understand prophetic end-time events and what the God of Israel is doing in these last days, we must keep our eye on Israel. Sign up for Israel on Target. We give you the top news stories coming from Israel each week, along with scriptures to pray over Israel. Each week, we also include an Up Periscope special feature article. Each article does a deep dive on topics you won't find in the mainstream media, including big tech censorship and the inside scoop on the coronavirus shots and other hot topics. Stay informed and in the loop. To sign up for Israel on Target, Up Periscope, go to dailyaudiotorah.com and sign up today. Are you being blessed by this ministry? please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Bread Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Matot, and it means tribes. Numbers 33, 1-56 These were the marches of the Israelites who started out from the land of Egypt, troop by troop, in the charge of Moses and Aaron. Moses recorded the starting points of their various marches as directed by Hashem. Their marches by starting points were as follows. They set up from Ramesses in the first month on the fifteenth day of the first month. It was on the morrow of the Pesach offering that the Israelites started out defiantly in plain view of all the Egyptians. The Egyptians, meanwhile, were burying those among them whom Hashem had struck down, every firstborn, whereby Hashem executed judgment on their gods. The Israelites set out from Ramesses and encamped at Sukkot. They set out from Sukkot and encamped at Etham, which is on the edge of the wilderness. They set out from Etham and turned about toward Pi-Hahiroth, which faces Baal-Zephon, and they encamped before Migdal. They set out from Pani-Hahiroth and passed through the sea into the wilderness, and they made a three days journey into the wilderness of Etham and encamped at Marah. They set out from Marah and came to Elam, 
There were twelve springs in Elam and seventy palm trees, so they encamped there. They set out from Elam and encamped by the Sea of Reeds. They set out from the Sea of Reeds and encamped in the wilderness of Sin. They set out from the wilderness of Sin and encamped at Dafka. They set out from Dafka and encamped at Alush. They set out from Alush and encamped at Rephidim. It was there that the people had no water to drink. They set out from Rephidim and encamped in the wilderness of Sinai. They set out from the wilderness of Sinai and encamped at Kibrath Hatava. They set out from Kibrath Hatava and encamped at Hazaroth. They set out from Hazaroth and encamped at Rithma. They set out from Rithma and encamped at Ramon Perez. They set out from Ramon Perez and encamped at Libna. They set out from Libna and encamped at Rissa. They set out from Rissa and encamped at Kehiloth. They set out from Kehiloth and encamped at Mount Shefer. They set out from Mount Shefer and encamped at Harada. They set out from Harada and encamped at Makiloth. They set out from Makiloth and encamped at Teheth. They set out from Tahath and encamped at Terah. They set out from Terah and encamped at Mithka. They set out from Mithka and encamped at Hashmona. They set out from Hashmona and encamped at Maserath. They set out from Maserath and encamped at Benijakin. They set out from Benijakin and encamped at Hor Hagidad. They set out from Hor Hagidad and encamped at Jotbath. They set out from Jotbath and encamped at Abrona. They set out from Abrona and encamped at Ezion-Geber. They set out from Ezion-Geber and encamped in the wilderness of Zin, that is, Kadesh. They set out from Kadesh and encamped at Mount Hor on the edge of the land of Edom. Aaron the Kohen ascended Mount Hor at the command of Hashem and died there in the fortieth year after the Israelites had left the land of Egypt on the first day of the fifth month. Aaron was 123 years old when he died on Mount Hor. And the Canaanite king of Arad, who dwelt in the Negev in the land of Canaan, learned of the coming of the Israelites. They set up from Mount Hor and encamped at Zalmona. They set up from Zalmona and encamped at Punon. They set up from Punon and encamped at Oboth. They set up from Oboth and encamped at Ai Abarim in the territory of Moab. They set up from Ayim and encamped at Debon Gad. They set up from Debon Gad and encamped at Almon de Blothame. They set up from Almon de Blothame and encamped in the hills of Abiram before Nebo. They set up from the hills of Abarim and encamped in the steppes of Moab, at the Jordan near Jericho. They encamped by the Jordan from Beth Jeshimoth as far as Abel Shittim in the steppes of Moab. In the steppes of Moab at the Jordan near Jericho, Hashem spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to B'nai Israel and say to them, When you cross the Jordan into the land of Canaan, you shall dispossess all the inhabitants of the land. You shall destroy all their figured objects, you shall destroy all their molten images, and you shall demolish all their cult practices and places. And you shall take possession of the land and settle in it, for I have assigned the land to you.
You shall apportion the land among yourselves by lot, clan by clan. With larger groups, increase the share. With smaller groups, reduce the share. Wherever the lot falls for anyone, that shall be his. You shall have your portions according to your ancestral tribes. But if you do not dispossess the inhabitants of the land, those whom you allow to remain shall be stings in your eyes and thorns in your sides, and they shall harass you in the land in which you live, so that I will do to you what I plan to do to them. First Chronicles 4, 5, 5-517 Asher, the father of Tekoa, had two wives, Hela and Nara. Nara bore him Ahuzam, Hefer, Temani, and Ahashtari. These were the sons of Nara. The sons of Hela, Zareth, Zohar, and Ethnon. Koz was the father of Anub, Zobiba, and the families of Aharhel, son of Harum. Jabez was more esteemed than his brothers, and his mother named him Jabez because, she said, I bore him in pain. Jabez invoked the God of Israel, saying, O bless me, enlarge my territory, stand by me, and make me not suffer pain from misfortune. And Hashem granted what he asked. Chelub, the brother of Shuha, begot Mehir, who was the father of Eshton. Eshton begot Bethrapha, Pasea, and Tehenna, father of Ur-Nahash. These were the men of Rekah. The sons of Kenaz, Othniel and Sariah, the sons of Othniel, Hathath and Meonathai. He begot Oprah. Sariah begot Joab, father of Gi-Harashim, so-called because they were craftsmen. The sons of Caleb, son of Jephunneh, Eru, Elah, and Naam, and the sons of Elas, Kenaz, the sons of Jahalel, Ziph, Zephah, Tereah, and Asarel, the sons of Ezra, Jether, Merid, Ephor, and Jalon. She conceived and bore Miriam, Shammai, and Ishbah, father of Eshtimoah, and his Judahite wife bore Jared, father of Gedor, Chever, father of Sacco, and Jekuthiel, father of Zanoach. These were the sons of Bithia, daughter of Pharaoh, whom Merid married. The sons of the wife of Hodiah, sister of Naham, were the fathers of Kela the Carmite, and Eshtemoah the Mechathite. The sons of Shimon, Amnon, Rena, Ben-Hanan, and Tylon. The sons of Ishi, Zoheth, and Ben-Zoheth. The sons of Shelah, son of Yehuda, Ur, father of Leka. Leda, father of Marisha, and the families of the linen factory at Beth Ashim, Beth Ashbia, and Jacob, and the men of Kaseba, and Joash, and Seraph, who married into Moab, and Yashuvi Lehem. The records are ancient. These were the potters who dwelt at Netayim and Gadara. They dwelt there in the king's service. The sons of Shimon, Nemuel, Jamim, Jarib, Zarak, Shaul, his son Shalom, his son Mibsam, his son Mishma, the sons of Mishma, his son Hamuel, his son Zakur, his son Shimei. Shimei had sixteen sons and six daughters, but his brothers had not many children. 
In all, their families were not as prolific as the Judahites. They dwelt in Beersheba, Moladah, Hazur Shual, Bilha, Ezem, Tolad, Bethuel, Hormah, Ziklag, Beth Marak, Markaboth, Hazur Susim, Beth Biri, and Sharaim. These were their towns until David became king. Together with their villages, Etam, Ain, Rimam, Token, and Ashan, five towns, along with all their villages that were around these towns as far as Baal. Such were their settlements. Registered in their genealogy were Meshobab, Jomlech, Joshah, son of Amatya, Joel, Yehu, son of Joshabiah, son of Sariah, son of Asiel, Eliniah, Jacobah, Jeshohiah, Asiah, Adiel, Jesimiel, Benaiah, Ziza, son of Shiphai, son of Alon, son of Jediah, son of Shimri, son of Shemaiah. These mentioned by name were chiefs in their families, and their clans increased greatly. They went to the approaches to Gedor, to the eastern side of the valley, in search of pasture for their flocks. They found rich, good pasture, and the land was ample, quiet, and peaceful. The former inhabitants were of Ham. Those recorded by name came in the days of King Hezekiah of Yehuda and attacked their encampments and the Meunim who were found there and wiped them out forever and settled in their place because there was pasture there for their flocks. And some of them, five hundred of the Simeonites, went to Mount Seir with Pelatiah, Noriah, Rephiah, and Uziel, sons of Ishi, at their head, and they destroyed the last surviving Amalekites, and they live there to this day. The sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, he was the firstborn, but when he defiled his father's bed, his birthright was given to the sons of Joseph, son of Israel, so he is not reckoned as firstborn in the genealogy. Though Yehuda became more powerful than his brothers, and a leader came from him, yet the birthright belonged to Joseph. The sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, Enoch, Palu, Hetzron, and Carmi, the sons of Joel, his son Shemaiah, his son Gog, his son Shemai, his son Micah, his son Reah, his son Baal, his son Bira, whom King Tilagath Pilneser of Assyria exiled, was chieftain of the Reubenites. And his kinsmen, by their families, according to their lines in the genealogy, the head, Jeel and Zechariah, and Bela, son of Azaz, son of Shema, son of Joel. He dwelt in Aror as far as Nebo and Baal-Meon. He also dwelt to the east, as far as the fringe of the wilderness, this side of the Euphrates, because their cattle had increased in the land of Gilead. And in the days of Shaul they made war on the Hagrites who fell by their hand, and they occupied their tents throughout all the region east of Gilead. The sons of Gad dwelt facing them in the land of Bashan as far as Salka. Joel, the chief, Shapham the second, Janai and Shaphat in Bashan, and by clans, Michael, Meshulam, Sheba, Jorai, Jachin, Zia, and Ever, seven. 
These were the sons of Avigyahil, son of Huri, son of Jaroiah, son of Gilead, son of Michael, son of Jeshishai, and son of Jado, son of Buz. Ahi, son of Abdil, son of Guni, was the chief of their clan, and they dwelt in Gilead, in Bashan, and in its dependencies, and in all the pasture lands of Sharon to their limits. All of them were registered by genealogies in the days of King Jotham, of Yehuda, and in the days of King Jehoram, of Israel. Acts 25 1 to 27. Now, when Festus was come into the province, after three days he ascended from Caesarea to Jerusalem. And the high priest and the chief of the Jews informed him against Paul and besought him, and desired favor against him, that he would send for him to Jerusalem, laying wait in the way to kill him. But Festus answered that Paul should be kept at Caesarea and that he himself would depart shortly thither. Let them therefore, said he, which among you are able to go down with me and accuse this man, if there be any wickedness in him. And when he had tarried among them more than ten days, he went down unto Caesarea, and the next day, sitting on the judgment seat, commanded Paul to be brought. And when he was come, the Jews which came down from Jerusalem stood round about, and laid many and grievous complaints against Paul, which they could not prove. And while he answered for himself, neither against the law of the Jews, neither against the temple, nor yet against Caesar, have I offended anything at all. But Festus, willing to do the Jews a pleasure, answered Paul and said, Will you go up to Jerusalem and there be judged of these things before me? Then said Paul, I stand at Caesar's judgment seat where I ought to be judged. To the Jews have I done no wrong, as you very well know. For if I be an offender, or have committed anything worthy of death, I refuse not to die. But if there be none of these things whereof these accuse me, no man may deliver me to them. I appeal unto Caesar. Then Festus, when he had conferred with the council, answered, Have you appealed to Caesar? Unto Caesar you shall go. And after certain days King Agrippa and Bernice came unto Caesarea to salute Festus. And when they had been there many days, Festus declared Paul's cause to the king, saying, There is a certain man left in bonds by Felix, about whom, when I was at Jerusalem, the chief priests and the elders of the Jews informed me, desiring to have judgment against him, to whom I answered, It is not the manner of the Romans to deliver any man to die, Before that, he which is accused have the accusers face to face, and have license to answer for himself concerning the crime laid against him. Therefore, when they were come hither without any delay on the morrow, I sat on the judgment seat and commanded the man to be brought forth, against whom, when the accusers stood up, they brought none accusation of such things as I supposed, but had certain questions against him of their own superstition, and of one Yeshua, which was dead, whom Paul affirmed to be alive. And because I doubted of such manner of questions, I asked him whether he should go to Jerusalem, and there be judged of these matters. But when Paul had appealed to be reserved to the hearing of Augustus, I commanded him to be kept till I might send him 
to Caesar. Then Agrippa said to Festus, I would also hear the man myself. Tomorrow, said he, you shall hear him. And on the morrow, when Agrippa was come, and Bernice with great pomp, and was entered into the place of hearing with the chief captains and principal men of the city, at Festus' commandment Paul was brought forth. And Festus said, King Agrippa, and all men which are here present with us, you see this man about whom all the multitude of the Jews have dealt with me, both at Jerusalem and also here, crying that he ought not to live any longer. But when I found that that he had committed nothing worthy of death, and that he himself had appealed to Augustus, I have determined to send him, of whom I have no certain thing to write to my Lord. Wherefore, I have brought him forth before you, and especially before you, O King Agrippa, that after examination had, I might have something to write. For it seems to me unreasonable to send a prisoner, and not withal to signify the crimes laid against him. Psalm 5, 1-12 Give ear to my words, O Lord, consider my meditation. Hearken unto the voice of my cry, my King and my God, for unto you will I pray. My voice shall you hear in the morning. O Lord, in the morning will I direct my prayer unto you, and will look up. For you are not a God that has pleasure in wickedness. Neither shall evil dwell with you. The foolish shall not stand in your sight. You hate all workers of iniquity. You shall destroy them that speak leasing. The Lord will abhor the bloody and deceitful man. But as for me, I will come into your house in the multitude of your mercy. And in your fear will I worship toward your holy temple. Lead me, O Lord, in your righteousness because of my enemies. Make your way straight before my face. For there is no faithfulness in their mouth. Their inward part is very wickedness. Their throat is an open sepulcher. They flatter with their tongue. Destroy them, O God. Let them fall by their own counsels. Cast them out in the multitude of their transgressions. For they have rebelled against you. But let all those that put their trust in you rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy, because you defend them. Let them also that love your name be joyful in you. For you, Lord, will bless the righteous. With favor will you compass him as with a shield. Proverbs 18.19 A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city, and their contentions are like the bars of a castle. Please enjoy this beautiful worship song by the Maranatha singers entitled Psalm 5.
वयसे लेखा लेखा The Aaronic Blessing from Numbers chapter 6:24-26 Adonai bless you and keep you Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace